Okay, I'm going to do something a little different. I'm going to do this as an audio cast. I don't think I can call it podcast when I'm not talking to anyone else but myself, staring at a stormtrooper. Anyway, um, I want to say, first of all, thank you for indulging my request on your assignment last week and posting videos or doing audio like this. This is what I want. I think we all get very um, bored and tired of reading stuff all day or just watching instructor videos all day. Um, I know it's hard to click on all of these and watch all of these um, because I do. <laughs> and so it takes a lot of time and I, I appreciate the effort. And I and again, there were some really good conversation. I'm looking at um, examples of where there were sort of like seven replies, five replies. You did a great job. Um, that's exactly what I want. And we will have a similar exercise like this towards the end of the term. So be on the lookout and, and uh, don't disappoint. You did a great job. Uh, the point about values, though, um, some of you in the beauty paper and conversation got a little sidetracked with vision and values. Um, and that's understandable because we do typically talk about them together. They're not the same. Um, I think I clarified vision for you already. As far as values go, um, they're still different than having a rule or a law or a guideline. A guideline maybe, but we often want there to be a clear, crystal clear, right or wrong, black and white answer for a problem in front of us. And I think most of the time there are simple answers but it is not always the case. And values tell you, um, and there's different ways of phrasing this, this is either the line in the sand I won't cross, or this is my moral compass, or this is a true north. Um, whatever helps you find your direction when there, uh, when there are no rules or guidelines, or the ones given to you are conflicting, or the ones that are given to you seem wrong, quite frankly. Um, so I have an odd sort of default that in just and it's me it's not that i think everyone has to follow the same value but i am sort of the one that errs on the side of honesty even sort of painful honesty and that doesn't mean um, harsh brutal tactless it means i think we get farther down the road in communication when we can just be open and honest and say here's the thing and and start from there that works for me most of the time um probably not a home run every time. And you'll find that the guideline, the, the value that hold dear is going to be difficult. And when you can do this sort of thing, we have the rise values and um, that's what they're for. They're not hard set stone. Here's how you behave. It is when in difficulty, this is what you should think of, what you should process, what you should try to do. And they're not always perfect and they're not always right. Um, and I know most people sometimes have issues with things like what does inclusion mean or what does excellent mean? And um, I'm probably not the one to give you the clearest answer because I process them the same way you do. And I think about what does that mean for me? Uh, in the case of goodness and where that uh, sort of attaches, you are starting to talk something uh, more abstract, something that might fit a transcendental like goodness. And, you know, there is a right or wrong for people like Plato, where some of that language originates. Um, it gets handed down, actually, all the way down to people like Immanuel Kant. And this is why I always sort of push the brakes a little bit when we talk about transcendentals in this class as a philosopher. Um, many of us as Christians 
have it in our head. If we failed the test, we failed the whole thing. And I heard N.T. Wright in a, in a video interview one time say that he thinks most Christians will actually labor under the threat of Immanuel Kant more than they actually live under the threat of Christ or judgment because Christ forgives all, right, if you truly change your mind and have that honest conversation with them. But most of us are afraid of failing the moral law, which is actually a Kantian thing, which is actually a philosophical thing. It's not really a Christian thing at all, necessarily. And, you know, those are the kinds of things that make goodness difficult is when you realize, and some of you pulled up really good examples of how difficult it is to have conversations. Um, I won't call anyone out in particular, but just in terms of general themes that came up that aren't just career related, but actually related to how we live in society. Um, things like what do you do in the most recent history? And by recent, I mean the last month or two. How do we treat people in an age of COVID? And I would argue strongly not to play a political game of is it real? Is it not real? I mean, think about the bare necessity of we think we're doing this for other people, not even ourselves. Uh, most of you are going to be in the age range that are probably going to be fine. So the things we talk about at COVID have nothing to do with you. They have to do with other people, people that are in their um, 70s. So do you care enough to take care of them is the sort of question. Uh, when we look at recent um, Supreme Court rulings regarding LGBT and businesses, and we look at what's going on still regarding uh, Black Lives Matter and uh, police brutality. And again, don't politicize it. Be honest about what this is. We're talking about human beings. The struggle you have internally and that I have internally is often about what I think is right versus my what be really right. And what I think is right is often me wanting to stand in judgment. See, if you, if you buy the Adam and Eve story, if you believe that we ate of the tree of uh, knowledge of good and evil, that's us standing in the place of God and what I have to do and what I have to remind myself to do because I'm not good at it is to remind myself that I'm not supposed to even know that stuff. And I don't mean that in a sense of ignorance. I don't mean that in a sense of uh, ignorance is bliss and let's all play dumb. I mean that in the sense of I am not the one that's supposed to stand in the place of God as judgment of who's right and who's wrong. Rather, if I really follow what it means to be in the image of God, to be righteous and pure and holy and those sorts of things means I should stand in humility and submission and empty myself to others to find out what is it that they need and how do I treat them as human beings also made in God's image. So goodness is really difficult. And I really like, you'll, I know you get tired of hearing it, but Dallas Willard, right? Um, when we talk about goodness is you act on what you believe. And I kind of prime that pump with the last one about beauty that you see what you believe. And so we're trying to get you to see hopefully a beautiful world that says, oh, we all make mistakes. I've made a bundle. And there are people here that I still could love and appreciate and act on what I see, act on what I believe. Now, again, for most people, that sounds either hippy-dippy or lacking some sort of moral objectivity. It doesn't, or it doesn't have to. 
But when you push on the language of, well, what's right and what's true, right? Because we're heading towards truth. Again, don't get hung up on that because I'm going to tell you next week at some point that truth is relational. And we'll see what that means then. Enjoy. Have a happy, safe, and forth. Keep all your fingers, please. You're going to need them to type.